podcast where we explore good things in Everett, Washington. My name is Garrett Hunt. I'm producer Henry J. I'm Linda Warbonnet filling in for Tyler. Thanks so much for joining us on today's episode, which is episode number 79, which is brought to you by Milltown Credit Union. You can check out their Super Youth Savings Account, which offers 5% over the current dividend rate uh, on the first $750, with the rate being 5.35 APY. Uh, You can learn more at MilltownCU.org or visit them at 3201 Broadway. On today's show, we'll be highlighting some events from the weekly goodness for this week's Life in Everett. We'll be talking about why Everett City Council matters since the vote is coming up. Uh, We'll be doing some Everett trivia and giving the floor, speaking of the City Council, to both Liz Vogley and Tyler Rourke. Both are running for Everett City Council this November. So let's dive in. So first off, let's take a look at some events happening happening around Everett from the Weekly Goodness, which is a weekly email newsletter we send out every single Monday, uh, which includes upcoming events and uh, articles that were on the blog recently and all kinds of fun stuff. So uh, for recapping some events, uh, who wants to kick us off with their event pick of the week? I can go. Um, I'm going to be out of town later this week, but if I were in town, I would probably take my son to the Goblin Splash. It's at the Swim Center at Forest Park on Friday. Uh, They're going to be having games, prizes, refreshments, and of course, swimming. Nice. Mm -hmm. And that is that the one that I saw that was like a it was like a mother son type event. No, that was earlier. Okay, that's something else. That was a dance, like a monster mash dance or something. Okay, that's right. That's right. Okay, it'd be cool if they like dyed the pool red <laughs> you know? yeah that would be really cool <laughs> that'd be pretty funny this one time i i was uh swimming i i had a, a swim lessons in elementary school and um i was like diving over the top of the pool and i came down and i bit through my lip like oh, I, hit no. the, I hit the edge of the pool and bit through my lip and i bled in the pool and if you bleed in a pool, it like congeals and turns into jello, so you can like scoop it out easily. I guess there's like a chemical oh. in there. It's pretty gnarly. Huh. That's my story. And good. that's and that's my pick for this week's <laughs> Good good thing there were no sharks in that pool. Yeah, I know, right? For real. Um my my pick, <laughs> random anecdote for for the day. My pick for the weekly goodness is uh Wingstock Seven, which is happening at Tony V's uh, Friday. I'll also be out of town. I'll be in beautiful Missoula, Montana with bad optics. Can't wait for that. Um, yeah, it's going to be a Friday Friday at 6 p.m. at Tony V's. Uh, show up. There's a silent auction. There's bands there. Oliver L. Farmy has played there uh, before in the past. And um, it helps raise funds for Providence Regional Cancer Partnership Resource Center. Always a good time. And wear a wig. Yeah, do I have to wear a wig? Uh, it's not required, but you probably should. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. We played it last year and it was pretty rad. Nice. What do you got? To sound like a good time. Uh, I picked the Everett Art Walk, which is this Thursday uh, from uh, 6 to 10 p.m. at Black Lab Gallery. A lot of the time Black Lab hosts it. I also saw an event posted for uh, Tabby's Coffee. looked like they were participating. um, And I think they were kicking things off there a little earlier. I believe it said from uh, 4 to 7 p.m. Um, but you can find out more details on participating venues at everartwalk.org, um, or you can learn more in uh, our weekly goodness. But uh, yeah, the art walk is always a fun time. We did a Live in Everett video on it last year, and a uh, good excuse to go 
check out some local art and local businesses that maybe uh, you haven't been in before. For sure. And it's uh, the Art Walk is a returning event. It happens the third Thursday of every single month. That's right. Every single month. And it's free. And it's free. So that's cool, too. For sure. Well, that's what we picked out for this week. For more details and to get the weekly goodness sent to your inbox every Monday, just go to liveinever.com slash subscribe. what's happening in your life in Everett this week. On this week's Life in Everett, we are going to chat about why Everett City Council matters, which was inspired by our interviews we'll be sharing today with uh, city council candidates, Liz Vogeli and Tyler Rourke. And uh, before we play those interviews, we thought, hey, why don't we just spend a little time chatting about uh, city council and why we think it is relevant for ourselves and fellow Everdites to care about who's on the city council and to vote uh, in this upcoming election. And um, yeah, so I don't know if you guys have anything you want to kind of dive in with. Um, Well, I just want to say that I just got my voter registration that I'm like registered to vote in Everett. I got that yesterday or the day before. So I'm pretty stoked, but I'm also very new and I feel Linda that you're very plugged into uh the scene here in everett i know that you do a lot um well you do the you're like the the, the overlord of your neighborhood what is it called I, yes. it's, not the, it's not the overlord yes i help run our, the westmont holly neighborhood association there we go so you're yeah. very plugged yes. into what the council's doing and things like that so i'm excited to learn from you um why so, i should care right yeah yeah i feel like you probably have the most context for what council does. I mean, my understanding is from like when we had Paul Roberts on the podcast, I believe it was last year, I felt like he made a helpful distinction kind of clarifying that like really what city council does is set policy. And so if someone wants to make a change in Everett or there's like this proposed different or new type thing, it'll go before council and council are the ones who decide how the city will handle, handle that. Um, but I know there's probably a lot more to it. And yeah, I feel like, Linda, you've probably had a little bit more context in dealing with council and, and what they do. Yeah, well, for me, um, you know, I don't have time to go to the weekly council meetings. So there's that side of it. My perspective um, is from my neighborhood. Um, we started up the Neighborhood Association. We started talking to people about what their concerns were. Um, there's an intersection, 100th and Holly, down in our neighborhood, which is a terrifying intersection. It's, um, I think up to nine cars can be added and it's stop signs. And, um, some neighbors say they actually avoid it at all costs. Um, also heard from the school. A lot of the students have to cross that intersection, um, after school when Boeing's getting out. So a lot of traffic comes through there. So, and so is this like a like one of those weird kind of like five way type intersections or something? Not or? quite. It's really, there's four, four way, but it's kind of angled and it's really wide. Mm. So mm. the problem with it is that when cars start up, they can pick up a lot of speed by the time they get to the other side of the intersection. Mm. So there's, yeah, it's pretty hazardous. So, um, what, what we did, we wanted to address it. So the first thing I did was contact my council liaison, who at the time was Judy Tui, and I said, you know, how do we go about getting this addressed? And um, she actually drove down, and we met with the school. We all walked with the students to the intersection after school just to see, observe what exactly was happening. So after that meeting, she put me in touch with Paul Roberts, who at the time was head of the Transportation Committee. Um, he worked with the 
traffic engineers. And we also pulled in the health district who they uh, do walking um, surveys of all of the schools. So they had a lot of information. They already knew about the hazards at the intersection. And um, everybody worked together and we've got a potential short, well, solution. Um, we've got some signs that we're gonna put up at the intersection during crossing times. Um, we're still gonna look forward to maybe making some improvements to the intersection, making it smaller so cars can't pick up speed. Um, you know, So the council members, they just helped me find the resources that I needed to get the issue addressed. That's cool. And mm-hmm. so you mentioned you started with your neighborhood's council liaison. So correct me if I'm wrong, but so basically anyone who lives in Everett, they are whichever neighborhood they're in, that neighborhood has an association and then that neighborhood association has a council liaison. And so pretty much anyone, like if, if they have an issue that they need to bring up to the city, that's probably a good way to address it is to just probably contact their neighborhood association and figure out who they're, council liaison is for their neighborhood right that or you know actually a lot of neighborhoods don't have neighborhood associations right now so Mm. um yeah the council liaison is one option but you know you can contact any of the council people and um i don't know i've had a lot of success doing that nice yeah i guess you can probably just look them up right on the city's website they're on the city website Uh, there's actually an address too um i think it's just council at everettwa.gov where um, you can send an email and it will go to all of the council members. Oh, interesting. So yeah, not only can council members help, um, you know, us with uh, bringing things to the the city's attention and and getting things on their their radar and figuring out who who the right people are to help handle those things, but essentially at the end of the day, they're representing us. We are electing them as citizens of this community to represent us as the citizens for the the greater good. And, um, you know, so I I think it's important. I think that's really cool to hear that you have had good results when you do reach out uh, to people on the city council. Um, I myself, I haven't really done that much yet. I've just had, you know, interactions here, here and there, meeting them through, you know, living in the area and doing live in Everett and everything. Um, but yeah, the more I learn about Everett, the more I realize that it, it is important that we do have people, um, you know, on council who, who we feel good about representing us, which is why, um, we, we did these interviews we're going to share today with, with the two different candidates running. Um, and so hopefully, uh, those will be helpful for you guys to kind of learn more about the two different, uh, candidates that you'll have to, to choose from, uh, when you vote. Uh, speaking of which, ballots go out uh, this Thursday, October 18th. So you should see those uh, in your mailbox if you're a registered voter here in Everett, uh, probably late this week or early next week. So. Linda, do you have any tips for us for, for voting? Um, what we should be looking at at all? Anything that's that's like hot right now? Well, yes, hot there in the is. I mean, obviously districts <laughs> is the big one. Districts is the big one. Is there anything else that we should be looking for? Uh, locally, well, you know, what's kind of exciting about this, um, our council candidates, is that they're both kind of from my area down south. And that's been one of the um, concerns about a lot of people in the city is that most of the representatives live north of 41st right so um yeah so it's excited to it's exciting to have these candidates running so before we hop into those um i i I do think for myself personally and probably you guys as well i'm I'm always looking to to learn more about um city council and how our city engages with with them 
Um, and so if, if you would like to call in and share what your experience has been with city council, um, you know, why you think um, our elected representatives and council are, are important, uh, we'd love to hear from you as well. Uh, you can leave us a voicemail at 425-341-3731, or you can always email us at podcast at liveineverett.com. We're going to hear from uh, both city council candidates, uh, Liz Vogeli and Tyler Rourke, in just a minute. But I did want to preface real quick that we wanted to be as unbiased as possible with these interviews. So we basically gave each candidate the floor for up to five minutes to say whatever they needed to say um, to educate you uh, on voting this uh, this November. So we're going to hear from Liz Vogeli first and then Tyler Rourke. That's just the way that they came in. Um and, and did the interviews. So let's get into um, we're it. We're going to give you a chance to um, talk to our audience about why you are running for city council. And we don't really have any questions for you. Okay. Um, so we just want, um, yeah, if you have a statement or anything to say, we'll put five minutes on the clock and you have up to five minutes. We're giving both you and the other candidate, Tyler Rourke, just a five minute slot on our show to um, talk to people about why you were running for city council. Awesome. Sound I think I can do that. All right. Well, whenever you're ready, the floor is yours. Well, again, I want to thank you so very much for having me here today. And my name is Liz Vogeli, and I'm running for Everett City Council, position four. I feel that housing first, uh, balanced budget, and community building are key issues for a prosperous Everett, a city we love to call home. Housing first isn't just a key phrase, it's part of a housing model found at United States Interagency Council on Homelessness. Housing first is a philosophy that homelessness can be most efficiently ended by providing someone with access to safe, decent, and affordable housing. The Home Together Strategic Plan is full of evidence-based strategies for ending homelessness. Much like what has been started with the Community Services Advisory Council here in Everett, we will create and have systems in place to make homelessness rare, brief, and one time. I will create public and private partnerships that dedicate time and resources to keep people in their homes. There are many folks that we see on the streets and many more that we don't see. As a young person, I was one of those people, along with my younger brothers and parents. As a city council member, I will work with my team to increase our knowledge and use of plans like Home Together. This will indeed help us to achieve a prosperous Everett for all. No longer is a decent place to live a reward for going to school and getting a good job. We need housing first to create a stable environment where then a person can make it to school and get that good job. This idea fits into a balanced and sustainable budget. When people have a decent place to live and their lives start improving, so do all of our lives. Less people on the street addicted to drugs, less people living in their cars or RVs, less petty crime because people have a place to keep their belongings. All this means less money will need to be spent on social services and more can be spent on and within our communities. As you may know, the council will be voting on a balanced budget in the next few weeks. Much has been cut, and some regressive fees have been added. We're at the bottom of a dire situation. New and sustainable revenue must be introduced, and the city must spend wisely, whether it is on administration, staff, tools, or services. And finally, my vision. My vision is nothing without the people. In order to engage with our people, we need to go to them, communicate clearly and openly with our neighbors. 
hold town hall type meetings in the areas that are feeling affected then actually listen to and do something about their concerns. So many of us have become disenfranchised and don't have the time or wherewithal to keep fighting for a seat at the table. Our voices have been shut down and shut out, whether it's golf balls breaking windows with no accountability or historical overlays with no ability to preserve history. You need an ally on city council. I helped create the Westmont Holly Neighborhood Association, and after I win this election, I will continue to be a part of it, even though I won't be able to hold an office within it. Community building is imperative to a prosperous city. We will have a city we love to call home. Thank you so much again for having me here, and I'm Liz Vogley. All right, Tyler, we are going to give you five minutes, um, up to five minutes, to just kind of... uh speak to our audience about why you are running for city council and some of the things that you care about. Um, sound good? Sounds great. Cool. I'm going to start the timer and, um, the floor is yours now. Well, hello everybody listening, uh, to live in Everett. Uh, I just want to thank you guys for giving me five minutes to talk here. I wasn't sure how I was going to fill this time. Uh, last night I sat down and I made oh, a whole bunch of notes. So before I get into anything city related, um, I want to give you my website, www.votefortyler.org. Uh, also my phone number. I have a phone. You can call me anytime. Uh, I'm sure I won't answer all of your questions here today. So uh, please do call. My phone doesn't actually ring that much. It's 425-970-2430. And um, just kind of trying to do things a little differently. You know, I want to keep it pretty simple here in running for city council. Um, I love Everett. That's kind of the, the basic motivation for me to run. Uh, my wife and I have been here 12 years. We love this place. We're having a lot of fun here. I like the direction that the city is headed in. I think there's a lot of good energy and a lot of good people um, trying to make it a better place. And it certainly needs some help. Uh, I think every place does. So um, I'm glad to see so many people participating in their community and building something great here. So um, I'm running because I want to be a part of that. I want to help foster that. I want to see Everett be just awesome. And I want it to be a great place for my kids to grow up. I want them to go to school here and uh, realize that it might be a place that they want to stick around. Uh, I don't want them to feel like they need to flee. And so we have a lot of work to do. Um, some of the things, you know, that, that we're all seeing and dealing with, uh, are, are with regard to homelessness, opioids, uh, you know, other addictions and some of the problems that come along with those things. There's quite a bit of property crime in Everett. Um, I embarked on this campaign and, you know, I have a full-time job. My family and I, we only have one car and I started campaigning, which is a lot of work as you can imagine. And one morning our car disappeared out of our driveway. So um, lots and lots of people that I've talked to have had similar experiences with, you know, stuff disappearing, homes being broken into, and um, things of that nature that are really frustrating. Um, I don't have all the answers. I don't, I don't know that anybody does, but, you know, I want to try to find a better balance for those of us who are trying to work hard and um, do good here in Everett. So that's top on my, my priority list is, uh, you know, crime and safety and helping people with their addictions, getting people out of the homelessness, um, helping them with mental illness. We need to 
do what we can to help. We also need to hold people a little more accountable, I think. Um, Everett, I chose Everett, my wife and I chose Everett because it was more affordable than many areas in our region. We're both from the Puget Sound area and um, we could afford a house here. I think Everett needs to remain affordable. And so we need to work on that. Um, making sure that it remains affordable and it's a, it's a place where people can have a job and pay rent or own a home and um, also put food on the table. I know that's a challenge for a lot of people. Um, jobs. I think if we can ensure that Everett is livable, jobs are just going to, they're kind of going to happen. I think businesses like to locate in places where people want to live. So um, I'd like to focus on livability and also foster economic development uh, in, in that same vein. Um, I care about the environment. I ride my bike everywhere. I, you know, I burn a lot less gas than I think most Americans. Um, and part of it is for health too. You know, I like to get exercise and fresh air and see my neighborhood a little more intimately. So, um, the environment is key. And I think the city needs to take, a close look at its impact on the environment and, and, we're not going to make a big dent worldwide, but we need to do what we can. So those are kind of my big points. Um, again, you know, I can't cover this all in five minutes. I would encourage you to please give me a call 425-970-2430 uh, or visit my website at www.votefortyler.org. Thank you. Alrighty, it is time for Everett Trivia. Woo-hoo. We take three trivia questions graciously researched by the team at the Northwest Room at the Everett Public Library, which, by the way, this is the last week for the Everett Public Library questions, so I want to give sad. a huge shout-out to the Northwest Room for hooking us up with, like, 10 weeks' worth of questions. They've yes. been awesome. Thank ne- you, Lisa Labovich. Yeah, for sure. Next week, we're going to dive into the Port of Everett sent us over some questions, which I'm really excited to, dun, dun, dun. to get into because... Yeah, those are going to be tough. But we're going to see if Linda and Garrett can guess the last three correctly. Uh, Linda, your perfect record is still on the line. You're 1-0-1 and one because we tied last week. Okay. So this is it right here. You could end on top. I could. You're going down. Here we, <laughs> here we go. It's a sports question, and I know the answer to it. What 17-year-old future, and without even looking at the correct answer, what 17-year-old future Hall of Famer, actually current Hall of Famer, hit his first professional home run against the Everett Giants in 1987? A, Randy Johnson. B, Edgar Martinez. C, Ken Griffey Jr. Or D, Dan the Man Wilson. I think I know this. The big unit, Gar, the kid, or Dan the Man. I have no idea. and My neighbor's going to be so disappointed oh. in me. I'm guessing... <laughs> Pretty sure it's this one. I'm gonna go C. C. Griffey. I put Dan Wilson. Oh, it is Ken Griffey Jr. <sighs> I don't. Bl- I don't know if yeah. Dan Wilson was a Bellingham Mariner, but Ken Griffey um, Jr. and Edgar definitely were. I only knew that because uh, Richard Porter wrote an article um, that mentioned that a, a while back. Oh yeah, yeah. which um, I think was before your time, Linda. So uh, I had the upper the upper advantage on that one. There's a plaque <laughs> outside of Everett Memorial Stadium where Griffey hit his first professional home run. It's okay. on the street outside. Pretty rad that we're we're a part of that. All right, here we go. 
Question two, who is the first or who it says who the first woman it's who is who was the first woman to serve as Everett's mayor? A. Jane Rucker, B. Cassie Franklin, C. Emma Yule, or D. Joyce Ebert. Who was the first uh, woman to serve as Everett's mayor? And I can reread this if you want me to. I'm pretty sure I know this one. Right. There's something in the back of my mind I can't remember, but I'm going to say Cassie. Franklin. It's not Cassie. Indeed, it's Joyce not. Ebert. It's Joyce Ebert. Okay, she was a like temporary. She was appointed. Okay, I believe. Okay, yeah, I think someone had to vacate and appointed her, and so Cassie is the first elected okay. female mayor, though, which is pretty awesome. There we go. Oh, it looks like I'm going down here. Yeah, yeah. this is you know, perfect <laughs> records gone. Sadly, <laughs> this may be Garrett's victory lap right here. Like the luck <laughs> of the draw. Rachel Wolfley. Buried in Evergreen Cemetery was the great-grandmother of which U.S. president? A. Barack Obama B. Ronald Reagan C. Bill Clinton or D. John F. Kennedy Rachel Wolfley I, uh, It's so funny that I, I happen to... Uh Pretty sure I know this one as well. Yeah, man, Garrett's on okay. fire. You don't even have to I, read it. I'm just going to guess. I'm going to okay. say C. Uh, <laughs> Bill, Bill Clinton? A. Good old Obama. It's Barack Obama. Really? Yeah. I, I happen to do uh, one of the historic cemetery tours that uh, Historic Everett does uh, every year. I did it a couple of years ago. It was really fascinating, and that was one of the fun facts that I learned. Okay. Uh, Gert, uh, congratulations. Oh, that's my <laughs> Obama impression. <laughs> well, clean sweep right there for the final week of uh, wow. the library trivia. That was fun. So. I, I like doing this trivia thing. It's pretty cool. Linda, we'll have to have you back. Uh, yeah, I'm going to challenge you guys to civics trivia. Perfect. Yeah. Civics yeah. so trivia. That'll trivia. that'll be an upcoming series, yeah. I think. That would be good because I want to play every trivia every once in a while too. So maybe you can come in with some civic stuff and okay. Yeah, maybe we we'll have to rotate. Yeah. I could I could come up with a list list of questions. Cool, cool. Well hey, thank you so much to all of our amazing patron supporters, especially to these five amazing patrons who signed up at the $5 per month level or higher. It's actually six. Six, that's right. We uh, have our final six here. Flossie Crowther, Lori Underwood, Justine Walker-Mellum, Lindsay Weaver and Ryan Anderson, uh, Jason Grimm, and Elizabeth Person. Uh, super duper thank you to uh, those six people and everyone who supports us on patreon uh is uh, very very uh helpful and humbling uh to have all of your support on there uh we really really appreciate it uh if you want to learn more about our patreon page uh you can go to patreon.com slash everett we have some cool rewards set up on there uh you can give as little as one dollar per month uh helps a ton it sure does and thank you for hanging out on the Live and Ever podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, please help others discover it as well by subscribing on Apple Podcasts and leaving a review. If you'd like to drop us a line, you sure can. Just contact us at podcastliveandever.com or you can leave us a voicemail and we'll play it on the show. You could be on the show too. 425-341-3731 is the number that you can call. Thanks for joining us today, and to uh, thanks also to Tyler and Liz uh, for sharing with us. Special thanks to Oliver Alf Army for our theme music, and to our producer, Mr. Henry J. Of course, and uh, thank you, Linda, for filling in for Tyler yet again. Yeah, thanks, Linda. Where thanks could he be? Me. Where is Chisholm? <laughs> <laughs> Good things happen in Everett because of you, so thank you so much for listening and being a part of this wonderful city. Have a great week, everybody. Mm-hmm.
This is why we're ever till the grave.